You're listening to Policy Currents, a weekly podcast from the RAND Corporation. I'm Evan Banks. And I'm Deanna Lee. Every Friday, we bring you new insights from RAND's latest research and commentary. It's June 14th. Tensions remain high in Hong Kong following massive protests this week. Residents took to the streets to oppose a plan that would make it possible for people in Hong Kong who are suspected of crimes to be extradited to mainland China. Pro-democracy leaders are calling for more protests this weekend. To better understand the situation, let's revisit a RAND paper from 2016 that explores how Hong Kong's relationship with Beijing has evolved over time and where Hong Kong might be headed in the future. Hong Kong is an important symbol of a unified China. And so, unrest in the territory poses a dilemma for Beijing. As this week's events suggest, Beijing views meeting the demands of political activists in Hong Kong as unacceptable. But a crackdown in the territory could jeopardize the peaceful progress of China's unification project. The situation also presents a policy challenge for the U.S. How can leaders in Washington stand up for American values and promote U.S. national interests in the region? According to our experts, the U.S. should not shy away from public expressions of concern for human rights and freedoms. But it's important to remember that Beijing is likely to interpret any support for pro-democracy organizations in Hong Kong as part of an organized attempt to subvert the Communist Party of China. Louisiana is taking bold strides to reform its education system. Since 2012, the state has made big changes in the areas of early childhood education, K-12 academics, teacher preparation, and graduation pathways for both college and the workforce. A new series of RAND reports explores where the state has been successful so far and where challenges remain. While it's still too early to understand the full effects of these changes, the initial findings provide valuable insights for other states looking to make education reforms. Here are the four key takeaways. First, stakeholders may welcome large-scale systemic change. Despite the huge shifts represented by state policies, the majority of leaders and teachers we engaged in Louisiana supported the reforms. Second, when communicating about reforms, elevating the voices of educators can help get buy-in on the planned changes. Third, make sure educators have access to high-quality resources such as curricula and other instructional materials before enacting reforms. And finally, it's important to anticipate and plan for equity challenges. Even the best intended changes will not affect everyone equally. States considering reform should keep potential equity issues front and center during the planning stages and be ready to make policy adjustments or provide new supports as needed. In the outer reaches of many U.S. cities, demand for transportation vastly exceeds supply. According to Rand's Laura Fraud Blenar, Automated vehicles, or AVs, could help people who live in these so-called transit deserts. AVs would likely be used in two ways, ride-sharing and autonomous buses or shuttles. Autonomous ride-sharing vehicles may be a financially accessible and logistically feasible option with a relatively light investment, and autonomous shuttles could fill a public transit void by completing door-to-door routes that combine the efficiency of a ride-sharing AV with the low cost of a bus service. Fraud Blenar notes that declines in funding for public transit could make things worse in America's transit deserts. This is why AV transit would have to be designed as a complement to public transportation, rather than a competitor. 
The U.S. Coast Guard has eliminated the use of gender-specific pronouns in its promotion packages and professional evaluations. This change is part of an ongoing effort to attract and retain more women members, and it was informed by an analysis led by RAND experts, which we released earlier this year. The study analyzed personnel data from the Coast Guard and conducted 164 focus groups with more than 1,000 active-duty Coast Guard women. Focus group participants cited a number of issues related to professional advancement, including the perception of bias in evaluations. With this recent policy change, the Coast Guard may help reduce perceptions of such bias. Notably, the report found that implementing initiatives with a narrow focus like this could contribute to incremental change and ultimately create a more supportive and equitable workplace for women. China dominates the global market for many raw materials that are critical to U.S. manufacturing. American companies need these materials to make hard drives, batteries, night vision goggles, lasers, and much more. What happens if access to those materials is restricted? This question has become especially relevant this week. As the U.S.-China trade war intensifies, Beijing threatened to ban the export to the U.S. of rare earth elements, some of its most valuable resources. But Washington does have options to help prepare for this. That's according to RAND's Richard Silberglit, who recently testified before the U.S.-China Commission. For example, the U.S. could develop new methods for extracting, processing, and manufacturing its own resources. It could also increase recovery of materials from waste and scrap. One more option is to expand research and development efforts to find alternative materials and new product designs that use smaller amounts of these scarce materials. RAND is a nonprofit institution that helps improve policy and decision making through research and analysis. For more on what we covered this week, check the show notes at rand.org/podcast. See you next week.